0: Hi, and welcome to Making the Time podcast with Shelby Hughes. In the month of February, we are going to be covering the theme of relationships. We will cover four different relationships and learn how to love well in those relationships. So let's get started with the first one. So at the very end of the last episode, I told you uh, that we were going to, that I was going to tell you how exactly this podcast came to be. So in episode two, I sort of explained the leading up to the podcast, but now I'm going to explain the exact thing that, that set this podcast into motion. But before I do that, let's talk about how to love God well. (laughs) We know that God loves us. How do we love Him back? How do we show our love to Him? Scripture tells us that we are to love Him more than we love anybody else. But I think sometimes, if we're being honest, that can be a little hard, maybe a little difficult, if we are in seasons life where we feel removed. It can be hard because he's not tangible in the same way that humans, that the people we, we are around on a daily basis are tangible. But I would say that we can still love him more because we can have the best relationship with him out of anybody else if we know how to do that. In episode one, I told you a little bit about Uh, myself and in telling about myself I also told about my husband and I told you about how we used to write love letters to one another. So my husband and I we had just recently met and he moved off to Oregon um, for his master's degree in physics while I stayed in West Virginia and attended a summer camp as a counselor uh, for a scholarship program and it was in that time that we wrote letters to one another and even though I was surrounded by other people, surrounded by kids, surrounded by surrounded by counselors who were the same age as me, even though I saw my parents here and there because they lived within a few hours, I desperately wanted that relationship with Wes. I wanted it to work out. I had this mindset that I wanted to get to know him. And so... The only way to get to know him at that time for those first three months was to read his letters and then, once reading those letters, to respond to those letters. So, that's what we did. And in the very same way that I did that, we can do that with God's Word. First, we have to have the mindset that he, God, is the one we want to get to the most. That he's the one That even though we have all these other people around us, our spouses, our parents, our children, our friends, even though we have all of these people around us, these tangible people around us, and he's not here, we can still have the mindset that we want to get to know him more than anybody that's here. That we want to know his love more than even anybody that is surrounded by us. Just like I wanted to do when my husband and I were dating. When I didn't really know him, but I wanted to know him more than anybody at that camp. So how? How do we do that? Well, for the longest time, I sort of had prayer and reading God's word disconnected. What I mean by that is that I would I would pray here and there throughout the day. Um... I would say I had my prayer life down pretty good, and I had reading God's word down pretty good. So I had the communicating thing down, but it's like they weren't together. It was like I was praying to God, reading, reading his love letter, and then sort of not responding to his love letter at all, and kind of going on a tangent of, of everything else in my life, and not responding to the things that were written in that letter so when Wes would write me a letter, he would, you know, he would tell me a little bit about what was going on in his life. He would express his love toward me, even though, like I said, we were we were newly dating at the time. It was very much young love, but he would express his love toward me, and then he sometimes would also ask a question here or there to get to know me. If I had responded to that letter by only just talking about Myself by only just sort of complaining, that would not have resulted in much if I sort of just told him all my problems, but never even addressed the words that he had written to me or the love that he had expressed to me. So, I guess where I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is there was a time where I used to separate the two, but I have since and more recently learned how to sort of combine the two together not to say that I don't read the word separately here and there or pray separately here and there, but I've been learning how to have those things be together. Um, And so the way that I do it, which, I mean, it can be different for everyone. The way you go about it can be different, of course. But I thought I would take the time to just give you uh, one method to, uh, to reading the word and responding to it. And so here it is. So I use a reading plan. That lasts 14 days. So I've done I've done different ones in the past. I've done an intro to the gospel. I've done uh, women of the Bible. I'm currently doing the parables of Jesus. And so it lasts 14 days. So there's 14 passages of scriptures that I'll do. You read the scripture and you try to understand what is being said because let's be honest, it takes a little time to understand what is being said. Whether you are new in your faith or whether you have been a believer for a long time, it takes it takes time, and you have to make the time to sort of understand the scripture. And there's there's different ways to do that. I uh, I like to break it down verse by verse. I also have a life application Bible that I use in conjunction with my journaling Bible, and so that sort of helps. If I don't understand something, to be able to read what the commentary says. Another way that I try to understand scripture that has really helped me is that if I do not understand a word, I look them up. So once you once you have read it and you understand what, what's being said, and I like to go through and I like to highlight things that stick out to me um, or underline the things that stick out to me. So once you do all of that, then... You ask these questions. How does this passage relate to my life right now? Now, (laughs) there's been some scripture that I've read and it really doesn't feel like it relates to my life right now. And I get that. And that's okay. But I think there's a lot of scripture, especially in the New Testament, that can be related with our life in the here and now. The second question is, how does God want me to respond to this today? This question in itself might take some prayer. But a lot of times, for me, it's the things that I highlight that are sort of the overarching things that are hitting home in my life. If we highlight a certain passage of scripture, it's probably because it somehow applies to our our right now life. So after I answer those two questions, and I write all of this down, I also give myself a, a few minutes to Right? Any sort of additional thoughts that I might have, maybe thoughts that don't necessarily go with those questions, or maybe a question that I have about the scripture that I just read. Um, and then after that, I just grab one sheet of paper and I sit there and I write a prayer. There's something about writing it down that slows you down. and oftentimes it does relate to what the scripture, what the scripture is about, but it also kind of relates to what is going on in my life too. That is one way out of many, many ways uh, that we can go about reading God's love letter to us and responding to God's love letter for us. So, of course, I told you that I would, I would explain how exactly this podcast um, came to be. And so I will explain it to you now, and I'm actually just going to look at the words I wrote down that sort of started this whole thing. It was while going through... The 14-Day Plan, about women in the Bible, uh, Mary and Martha, which I've, of course, read before, but <laughs> this time, there was just something about it that that just hit me new, and maybe it's the season of life that I'm in with little kids and stuff, I don't really know. So I'm just going to kind of look at what, what I wrote for that. The scripture that I had highlighted um, was how Martha received Jesus into her house And then when Martha asks Jesus, uh, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? And then Jesus answers her with, Martha, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And that one needful thing was Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. And so my takeaway from, from reading that scripture and trying to really understand it was that Martha asked Jesus, don't you care? I love that. She didn't just say, don't you think that Mary should be helping? Tell Mary to help me. I think what she really wanted to know was, don't you care about me? Don't you care about my situation? And I love Jesus's answer. And I never really took any thought of it before. But he answers her with Martha, Martha. There's something about saying a name twice. Saying her name twice, to me, shows how much he cared about her. In Extra Thoughts I wrote, when a guest comes over, serving is good, but spending time with, with them is the whole point of having them over. Martha received Jesus into her house and then tried to do everything to please him rather than just resting with him. Martha probably hadn't had much warning that he was coming over, so she was rushing around and likely not paying much attention to Jesus. You know, I think we so often... Ask Jesus if he cares about what we're going through, our situation. And he does care. And there's something needful in the situation that we're going through. So it was in reading this scripture that I was reminded about the pastor that I talk about in episode two, who talked about making the time. It was in this passage of scripture um, and in the season of life that I'm walking in right now that I could just, I just knew that that was the point. Am I going to make the time for Jesus, make the time for God, or not? Am I going to be Martha fretting around and serving, which there is nothing wrong with serving in itself, but it's the heart behind it? Or am I going to take the time to be with Jesus when he is present, before even serving? Am I going to make the time? This year, I've had it on my heart that... God just wants me to do more of what I love. And so am I willing to carve out that intentional time to do more of what I love, to do more of what's important to me? And if I'm in tune with God, what's important to me is also important to Him. And so I want to make the time for the things that are important to me, for the things that are important to God, And those important things may be little things. They may be big things, like taking care of your children. But they may be small things, too. So I'm excited to go on this journey with you on just making the time for the things we love. And so let's end this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask and pray that you would be with each listener here who is learning what it means to make the time for the important things, for the important people. God, I just ask that that you would work on their hearts and that you would give them this new desire to come to you in prayer and to want to read the greatest love letter that anyone has ever written. Work in the lives of these listeners and that you will teach us from your word and that we will hear you and that we will respond with our own love letter. Lord, help us love you well and love you most. It's when we have you in the right placement that we can then turn and in turn have better relationships, more loving and more intentional relationships with those that we love. And Lord, just like you spoke to Martha, and you spoke her name twice, saying, Martha, Martha, you speak our names twice too because you care about each and every single one of us. Lord, I ask that you would remind us that you love us and that you care. May we turn to you. May we seek you. May we make the time for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In the next episode, we are going to take another relationship, And learn how to love well in that relationship. And that relationship will be our relationship with our spouse. So whether you are married or not, I hope that you will join me as we learn so much more than just loving our spouse. As always, thank you for making the time to listen.